How about Matt Vasquez from Whiplash? And uh, yeah, I'm back on the Robocast. My name is Sam Elliott 64 and welcome back to the Robocast with myself, Steve the American Killjoy, and World of Woodrow. And of course, I mean, it wouldn't be a series our, of BattleBots. presenter. Literally. <laughs> it wouldn't be a series of BattleBots if we didn't speak to Matt Vasquez at least once during the, uh, during the year. Um, Matt, how have you been? It's, it's been a, a little while since we last spoke. And obviously, we only spoke to you kind of towards the end of last season when uh, things went a bit spicy with yourselves and Cobalt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's been a while. Uh, yeah, things have been good. Just been working, working on BattleBot stuff. It's, uh, you know, getting to that time where it's just lots, lots of building. <laughs> lots and lots of building. And I'm, I'm lots and we, lots of building. Yeah, it's it's yeah. one of those stressful times of the year, but I'm ho- hopefully you're not taking, you know, knowing to take, knowing when to take breaks and, you know, not, not working too hard, I hope. Oh, yeah. No, it's, uh, we, we've done this enough times. I think, I think this year's a, uh, rebuild is more ambitious than uh most years so that's taking a little bit more of a toll but uh yeah no we've we've done this a few times so <laughs> yeah we know how to hopefully balance normal life in a in this absolutely yeah. well yeah. we've got quite a few list of questions we've which is very late in the day because myself and Jevin were busy you know having fun with you know robo nerd over the last weekend um First question comes in from about a million people, and it, it's true. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna recap this because we we did discuss it the last time we spoke to you. But for for those that weren't listening clearly enough, where has the disc been for Whiplash this year? So, the plan for okay, so it's crazy. This I mean, what aired filmed a year ago, so it's crazy. Yes. It was so long ago, but uh, yeah, just going back to you know back then, it was uh, I mean, the plan was really like we looked at pretty much every robot we lost to in previous seasons was a vertical spinner. Every single one, except for Sawblaze and Tombstone. Every single one was four-wheeled vert. So we were like, what worked and what didn't work in those fights? What didn't work is our spinner never came into play, like not even once. So uh, we kind of figured, just take off the spinner, armor up the robot, and uh, you know, just take that approach. And uh, I mean, honestly, it worked. Like our Cobalt fight, we were pretty much winning until we got stuck. The Witch Doctor fight, we were pretty much winning till we had other issues. So I think the strategy worked really well. But uh, you know, just had a little bit of bad luck here and there. Were you were you worried about production maybe having a little bit of a fit of you taking off the spinning weapon? Uh yeah, but I mean you can only worry about that so much to an extent. Like I I mean I think they would have preferred we kept it, but Mm -hmm. uh I don't know. I don't, I don't think that was going to necessarily stop me from uh, (laughs) Yeah. And as we as we know, the lifting arm is the main weapon. It always yeah. has been. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, it's always been the main weapon. Uh, the spinners, you know, the I guess the little the fun flashy bit. I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we just tried to. I mean, and also another part of it was that we were running two full robots that year. So I mm-hmm. thought if there was any year to mix it up and just try a simplified whiplash, it was the year where we would be twice as busy <laughs> as usual. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I thought simplifying things was a it was a good time to try that out and see what would happen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, there are some amazing uses of the lifter in this episode alone so I'm, I'm looking forward to getting into it later on because it, it it proves you don't need to have a spinner to do well in robot combat yeah even now even in 2022 uh yeah. which is remarkable because it's become such a a ke saturated sport 
Oh yeah, for sure. It's, um, you know, it's definitely tough. I mean, it's like, it's tough because when you're fighting like Cobalt or Witch Doctor or something, you know that you have to be winning the whole entire fight and they only need to be winning for about half a second to win. Wow, so that's like, very that that's a very important point that we'll probably touch much later in the episode. Get, we will get to it. Yeah, we will get so to it for a, sure. It's a yeah, it's just tough because when you don't have that like kill shot that pretty much you know ninety percent of other robots have, it's you really really got to be on your game, otherwise you're in you're in big trouble. <laughs> yeah, the battle box becomes your weapon, unfortunately, when you don't yeah. have a something that can really damage uh, the other robot, but. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll get to the, those those fights where you really you really do use the the lifter, uh, just about as well as I think you have in any of these fights so far. So we'll uh, we could crack on unless we got more questions. We, we've got we've got a few more. We've got a few more. Um, Discord user Bits Team Heatwave asks at full speed, how fast is Whiplash? That's that's a tough question. It's like I don't think we've actually like ever like taxed the speed like driving down the street or something. But, you know, it should be somewhere like, I don't know, 17 miles an hour. But we couldn't give a for sure answer because we've never actually, like, checked. Like, you could calculate it, but, you know, that's only so accurate. So uh, I, would, I would estimate around 15, 17 miles an hour. Probably closer to 15. You got to start to ask the question, like, oh, the college football season just started yesterday. So, like, what's your four? What's the, what's its 40? How, what's its 40-yard dash? Like, how fast does it really go? Is it, under four, is it close to four I, I, seconds? I, I, I can tell you it's a 40 foot dash across the arena. There you go. <laughs> I can tell you that. That's 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 probably about a second. I, I think we have like this one awesome picture of when we fought Valkyrie. It shows us like we had obviously box stretched them because they're horizontal. And there's a picture of us like the first hit of the fight. We are in their square and the timer shows like two minutes, 59 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's, there's you with Hypershock that kind of have that ability just to kind of yeah. disappear across the arena within like the first yeah. two seconds of the fight. So, so 40 feet really in, and under a, yeah, yeah. Just do the, the math. Uh, do the math, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, question from Jack from UK Beetleweight team, Choppy Boy, asks, how many different configs does Whiplash have currently and were there any that we didn't see this season? Oh man, yeah. Last season, we had a ton of configurations. There were so many and honestly, I... There were a couple of them that never got used and might not ever get used, to be honest. Um, yeah, no, there were a ton of configurations, lots of different four configurations. We had one that we never used that was kind of crazy, where the robot would be backwards, and we had a whole entire different lifter that hung off the back of the robot. That It, it <laughs> almost looked like a forklift, kind of. <laughs> it was like... Was this one of the... I, know, I can't remember when it was, but you said that you designed some potentially riskier... Uh, setups is that one yeah. of them or is that uh yeah no we we had a, a plan for endgame that was the robot would be backwards we had armor on the back of the robot with like you know forks hanging off the back and so we pretty much had the length of the arm was just all fork so we had like two feet of one inch thick ar500 forks that it was just i mean it was really cool we did test with it like you could get under a robot just you just totally lift it in the air like a forklift pretty much so that would have been cool to try out, but uh, we never we never had the chance. But uh, yeah, that was definitely the craziest config we had. But uh, other than that, it was just different, you know, different plows, different wedgelets, stuff like that. And obviously yeah. the spinner configuration. But yeah, uh, yeah. And I think the last kind of pre-episode um, question to bring you is um, there's quite a few people actually who have asked about splatter, which is strangely. <laughs> um, and kind of one of the main question I kind of got from it was how much. DNA from Splatter is now present within Whiplash. Obviously, you know, the designs are very similar. There's no, you know, 
you can, if you look at the two of them, you can kind of say, okay, that has become that over time. Yeah. How much of it is still like has been carried over? Let's say from from Splatter from from way back when. Oh man, like uh, well, I'd say like last season's robot and all the seasons prior, it was a pretty constant evolution from that. Like aside from the aesthetic changes, like the internals, pretty much the same, pretty much the same layout, chassis built the same way. We just started using better components, and that made a huge, you know, a world of difference. So it really, they are very similar. Like very very similar <laughs> it was uh like the evolution from season two to season three was about the same as the evolution from three to four and four to five it was just they look different so mm-hmm. it was really they're they're identical in a lot of ways like the layout inside is pretty much the same so uh yeah they're very similar i think uh i think most people would assume there's more difference than there actually is mm-hmm. <laughs> well with all that, should we crack on with some fights? Because I think there's quite a lot to talk about this week. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, we will start off with our first fight of the night. Perfect Phoenix and... Double P! <laughs> Let's go! And Sub-Zero. Um, I'm really surprised at how well Perfect Phoenix was able to kind of stay flat, because I-, I was expecting this to be a one-flip-and-done job, but... Yeah. I'm really surprised case. that Perfect Phoenix is back, because <laughs> we saw it like a banana shape the last time it was out here uh mm-hmm. so the fact that they've managed to flatten it all back down and get a nice big spinner on it that can dish out their hits like it did in this fight was surprising uh, that, that robot has a, a very long history of just getting annihilated then repaired and <laughs> i mean i'm not not even perfect phoenix but like back in one of those brutality like mm-hmm. i don't know if they made video reference of, like, to it as well again. this week they did yeah crazy <laughs> so yeah, it's used to getting blown up <laughs> yeah Oh yeah, but uh, no, it's 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 a great robot. I mean, it has championships, and mm-hmm. it's it's had its fair share of beatings. But it's also, you know, if you watch any of the like 2009 BattleBots, it you know kicked a bunch of robots' butts pretty pretty bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a, I mean, it's a good robot. Yeah. Yeah. The design has lineage throughout the sport. I mean, you go back as far as the original series with Hazard. This overhead bar spinner, it's it's not going away. Uh, it's no. it's even even now it's With amazing how things like that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just it's evolving all the time. Still so relevant. Uh, these these bar spinners. Yes, they do have their weaknesses. All designs do. Uh, yeah. but it was very impressive to see how 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 well and how how durable it was for the majority of the might the fight. Yes, it did smoke the motors in the end, and there was an there was an effect on that in a future fight. Uh, but it was it, it just it just tore Sub Zero to pieces. That front uh, right hand corner. Of Sub Zero oh, just completely bananaed the wrong way. It was yeah, pretty pretty vicious, really, wasn't it? Mm. So no, this, is not, this is a very fruit themed themed podcast. No, technically, a banana is a barrier, right? Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're not getting into that. Nope. <laughs> um, it was interesting to see, you know, Sub Zero, who we've seen previously deal really well with spinners. We saw the fight against Valkyrie and Bounty Hunters last year, um, and they they just couldn't bring the quite the same tactics or strategy to to perfect phoenix which i thought was on paper really, it's an easier really fight isn't it than valkyrie and Malice yeah it was last year um but as you said i think you've got to give some credit to tyler on this one really don't like the, yeah. the guy you know knows how to what he knows how to drive a wedge very well but mm. he seems like he's really starting to get the hand of you know knowing how to pilot perfect phoenix yeah, yeah. definitely yeah for sure and like one thing with sub-zero is like uh i don't remember like last year they fought valkyrie three two times so the mm. first time they fought him they kind of like 
I don't remember exactly, but the you know box stretch didn't go well, and Valkyrie got spun up. They got hit, torn up. Second one, it was like perfect box rush. They flipped him, won the fight. It was great. So I think a lot of uh, Sub-Zero's like performance against big horizontals just depends on like if he drives perfectly or not. Because I yeah, think yeah. he could only take so many of those hits. So like maybe yeah. if he had you know gotten the right shot in the beginning. I mean, it only takes one flip to beat Perfect Phoenix. So it was probably a coin toss whether he was going to get that or not. It was yeah. going, wasn't it? It was going. I know. It was going, but the gyroscopic procession just kept it hovering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Um, as I understand it, this this sub zero was not the one the team wanted to bring this year. Correct. Um, and the the amount of fights and how well it's done in those fights, I think part of me thinks it it sort of reflects that, but also it's done really well to keep going, considering it was about to be retired. So you know, it's it's really good to see Sub Zero, um, keeping the sort of lineage of of the old style. Uh, panel flipper going in BattleBots, um, where where Bronco has sort of fallen off the radar now. Yeah. Um, and maybe we'll see it back. I don't know, but um, Sub Zero, I'm I'm enjoying keeping that alive. Yeah, it's been near retirement a couple times because with the was it a uh, Jerry Clark and uh, just saying that's it, that's it, I'm done. You know, let me hand it off yeah. to Logan, and uh, and now it's you know it's it, it, so say they didn't want to bring it's not that they didn't want to bring it, so they didn't bring the one that they wanted to bring this time. Uh. Hopefully, if they get accepted back next year, they'll come back with a, a much improved Sub Zero because the sport needs these these kind of uppercut flippers. Uh, I feel like it's kind of a a staple uh, mm. the US scene. All the way so. back to Toro, you know, it's just kind of that kind of evolution of design and. Yep. It's a shame yeah. the Sub Zero didn't really get tested. Come on, sorry. Oh, was that like I was gonna say like a uh, Sub Zero has been around for like longer than reality? Yeah, it's a uh, old. I mean, obviously this. What oh four? I think. Fun. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, this, the name and the design has been around for a long, long time. So uh, yeah, it's cool to have a robot like that still, still competing in BattleBots. Mm. No, I completely yeah. agree. Completely agree. Um, and, obviously and I think, oh, go on. I was just kidding. They still have the last drone as well. They still have Spitfire. They do. Spitfire I was literally there. just about to bring this <laughs> up. Uh, can we just give massive credit for how well they managed to pilot Spitfire every single time because they get close to that spinner on perfect phoenix a few times and yet don't get swept up into whatever air physics are going on above the spinners they just <laughs> manage to blow some fire and fly away yeah it's all you need really it's all you need uh, i think the best way to distract your opponent with the drone is like give them the hope that maybe they could hit the drone and <laughs> yeah. then like then they're distracted because they're like oh i'm so close Ooh, and juicy then... free damage let's go well yeah exactly. i was i was gonna bring up um you mentioned using it as a distraction. Why not just fly it in front of the control pod? <laughs> That's a good idea. Just why why have they never done this? The yeah, look it out the way. Bot of war. Surely, next Sub Zero team next year, make it happen. I want to see. You know, would that be unsportsmanlike conduct, Sam? I think it would be unsportsmanlike. Doesn't matter. It's, if it's <laughs> what we wanted from the fog of war, but not. <laughs> That it has like you... a, a big poster that like unwinds and covers the whole entire. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's just as good. Driver box. There you go. See, <laughs> Sub Zero are going to win the championship next year because of our idea. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, let's just move on before we, you know, give them any more bad ideas to people. <laughs> Overhaul versus Black Dragon, and for a second, I thought it was going to happen because Overhaul Such was brilliant. It's Such a good start so to the good. fight for overhaul. It's the best overhaul has ever worked, I think. Yeah. Um, it's the most complete control it's ever looked. 
Yes. Uh, and it was for a while in complete control of this fight. Uh, it really was until the the fateful suplex. Yeah. Well, they they made the mistake that Matt, you I don't know if you learned from this later on, but um, they turned them back over, and you shouldn't yeah. do that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's a that's typically a no no, especially when you're you're not the you're not a spinner. <laughs> yeah. You're fighting a spinner, but uh, no, Black Dragon has the capability of self writing. So like it's I mean there's the kind of conundrum. It's like if you know they can self write, do you just take the control and do it for them? So you're like kind of in control of what's happening, or do you let them do it? But if I mean if you're me, most of the time if they're upside down, I will just try to keep them upside down. <laughs> yeah. So it's a uh, yeah. There's lots of different ways of going about it, and you know he took the the riskier approach. I would say. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 a shame because you know this as Jevin said, this is the best that Overhaul has performed certainly since the first season of the reboot it was just everything worked and it, yeah. it was and it ran for three minutes and this has been a a massive problem for for charles for the last you know few years now it's just like you know it, it takes a hit and suddenly just it, it struggles it's, yeah you know the caliber it, of its opponents have been very good in recent years admittedly you know especially this year they fought who did they fight ribot blip and someone else who was the other one it's escaping me. But Black Dragon as well is another, you know, top echelon competitor. And the fact that they were able to last three minutes and, and throw them around a little bit was wonderful. Brilliant. Really, really good. And hats yeah. off to the team. Yeah, no, that was a, definitely major props to them. And a props to Black Dragon for hanging in there while they were just getting, you know, smashed upside down. Yeah. Smashed on their head. And a, yeah, it was an all around great fight. Totally. Really, yeah. really enjoyed it. Um, and they the, did only have the two fights. I've just oh, yeah. oh they, they only had two. Okay. Yeah. So th- and this is their third. <laughs> rough, rough, yeah. rough time. It's a really rough lineup for them. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, if if you were a battle supporter, we might see them fighting again in the not too distant future. But um, yeah. in the meantime, uh, how do you assess overhaul coming back, Jeff and Steve? It's it's been they've gone for a couple of years. You know, we, we waited a little while for this one to come along because it was it's been. In, in the process of being it's built, it's been for a in few development years. hell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I don't know. I think first. I think it's showing against Black Dragon is a great statement for them. Um, I think that this shows that they're making the right trajectory for improved re- uh, reliability, and I think that's what BattleBots wants to see a lot of: is that you can keep your robot working reliably throughout all of your fights and you know pete spoke about it when he's been on the um the podcast before um it's, it's a massive factor so they, they want to see reliability and this fight definitely showed it off for them i don't know i think overhaul is is such a staple of the reboot now because obviously mm-hmm. it's been back so many times um yeah it, it would be i don't know i don't know how i'd feel about it if it wasn't there or if it was um it, if it keeps on doing what it's done here then you know i welcome it yeah. yeah it's 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 a it's a really nice solid design i mean it's it's another one of those that like we've we've seen this particular form factor in BattleBots a few times now um even even like you complete control you got tripolta raptor you have what else do we have there's there's Slamo other robots that slamo like and like like ro- robots that have like this 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 grabbing mechanism that can you know take you across the box and take you on a tour uh it i i don't know how to assess it's uh experience this year i know in its robot fight it kind of got you know configured uh incorrectly <laughs> for that fight so it might have done better had it had the right uh configuration i'll always have a problem with the fact that there's so many 
different configurations for robots now. It's so hard to plan for everything. Yeah. Uh, so, and then it's fight with blip was it's fight with blip. I mean, what are you supposed to do there? Uh, it's it, it, it's tough. Uh, I, 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 will, I will always appreciate uh, the, the design. Uh, I, I don't know where you go from here. Uh, this is a very good fight to show what it could do given the right circumstances. But of course, you have to drive a perfect fight uh, against something as scary as Black Dragon. Uh, yes, keeping it upside down probably would have been smarter. Wouldn't have made as good of a fight, though. Uh, exactly. I feel like it would have. I, I feel like the opening would have been great. Maybe it would have grabbed him a couple times. That suplex was awesome, though. Uh, I yes. feel like for, for coming back, you need you need shots like that. And we've talked about that numerous times before a lot of times we, this, this season in particular in, yeah in, uh, you champions. need you need highlight worthy moments and that's that's definitely one uh so I, I i believe we'll see we'll see overhaul in the future uh will it get more televised fights you know i don't know but it, it'll still i think it'll still hang around i like to think so yeah for grabby bot nation for the least. good of the sport yeah. you know for grabber bot nation <laughs> <laughs> so good absolutely um fight number three the return of Ghost Raptor. Again, what was the last fight? time we saw it? <laughs> it was in bits. It was yeah. so the fact that it's come back Ow. into one piece within the season, and it wasn't long between when they filmed this and when they yeah. had been annihilated by Cobalt. Like it's within a, the space of a week or so, I reckon. I'll say, Matt, I don't know how much you could clarify, like how long it was between the two fights. I know you were busy with with your two robots this year. Um, yeah, it was so. I think between those two fights, there were at least a few days. Like at least because the the cobalt uh cobalt ghost raptor fight was not in the main tournament, so it was it was probably there was probably a solid amount of time between those those two fights. At least three four days, I'm guessing. But uh, but yeah, that's still a huge job to make that repair. Like I don't think they had two full running robots, so I think it was like take whatever parts we have and just build a ghost raptor. I was going <laughs> like, to say, it, it looks very that, different, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah no, I, 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 Go on, Matt. Yeah. No, no, I, I seriously think they were just taking parts and just welding stuff together and just <laughs> making something that worked. So that's that, that's what I took from it. Yeah. <laughs> I have been very critical of Ghost Raptor this season, I will say. Um, in, in its appearance aesthetic is yes considering they have a, an aesthetic guru on their team or a, 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 a who approved whatever that thing on the top of the spinner was <laughs> oh, no we won't get into it um this the, the one in this episode looked really good like the first it, one it had so in the first fight against shredderator i really love that double pontoon wedge style mm-hmm. and i also love the raptor tail yeah it's it's just a good look for the robot more of that do yeah. more of that if they could like get that front end and have a couple of gaps in it for the lifter as well, because I think they were really benefited from having the lifter in that fight. Um, you know, benefit of hindsight, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, 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 that's, that's what I want from ghost Raptor. It's just it looking good and doing what ghost Raptor does, mm-hmm. which Without the spinner coming off, preferably. Well, no, well sure, surely that's that's true to form, surely because you know it's, let's, let's it's think, ablative. Yeah, let's think of you know twenty fifteen. The, the weapon didn't last. Well, it lasted a little bit less time. This is where they need the lifter as well because yeah. it, yeah. Uh, like, similar to whiplash, really. It's I think I feel it's a lifter first now because the spinner has been so sacrificial previously, whether purposefully or not. Um, but the the lifter would really benefit them a lot, I think. 
yeah, yeah. It's, it's tough having two weapons because like uh they're not neither of them are going to be as strong as had you just chosen one so like you have to be willing to take the risk like okay the spinner is you know has a good chance of dying can we still hang on and have a chance at this fight if it's not there anymore so it's i think they're 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 playing that game too and i think it's just it's just hard especially with they've got a horizontal spinner on a yeah. lifting arm like that's just kind of crazy <laughs> that's not, of... not an easy thing to do well no <laughs> i will say as well you know i did enjoy i, I want to assume here that shay from the jackpot team had a had a crack at shredderator because there was a lot of glitter on that robot yes like she 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 does love her glitter and it looked great under the lights it looked really really good um mm-hmm. but oh shredderator oh <laughs> going from it wasn't all going wrong no it wasn't it, and it, and it, it lasted three minutes yeah i just feel like for, for that team you know having that ultimate high at the start of the season you know beating tombstone to then go into this point and losing to a ghost raptor, which has already been turned into a Kit Kat by Cobalt, it's a yeah. big, it's a big slump, you know. If you're um, eating your Kit Kat like that, you've got, you've got to sort yourself out. Uh, yeah. they're, they're eating it like you know, like instead of breaking it into pieces, they're eating it normally. Like a no, they're, they're smashing it on the side of the table and eating it. I think <laughs> it was. It's such a shame for for Shredderator because you know it, it seemed to be all coming together and it, it yeah. didn't quite have the the grunt in this fight to truly pull ghost raptor apart yeah no it's i think it's a really extreme example of like the the rock paper scissors thing because like you mm-hmm. look at shredderator the shape of their shell the thickness of their shell like the how the robot's so low to the ground and you put that against something like tombstone that is like the ideal robot to fight tombstone with they probably mm-hmm. don't even have to turn their shell on and they could win that fight mm-hmm. just because tombstone's not going to you know damage the shell they're going to deflect off of it maybe they'll hurt shredderator's teeth but like if Shredderator's working against Tombstone with that shell, Tombstone's going to have a very hard time, no matter how good of a Tombstone it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, then he goes against a robot, you know, big AR something on the front. He's going to struggle pretty much every yeah. time. Like, it's really, really hard. So, yeah. Um, yeah and this just... wasn't the setup they wanted to to run in this fight, but they ran out of time to put the, the one they wanted together. So, you know, it's what it is. Yeah, it's tricky, too, because, like, this is also uh it's a it's a very hectic time with the filming of this tournament because there's a lot going on you're filming the giant nut as giant nut world championship as well as this simultaneously and it's 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 chaos (laughs) so uh, there's a lot there's a lot going on at once uh i i I just feel i just feel for the team i i I know they, they they bring a machine every year and it just seems that it just can't cut the mustard i i don't know I don't know what you do with Shredderator going forward because it, unless it fights something like a tombstone, like you said, Matt, it's like, what do they do? Uh, what's, a, what What is their path forward? I will say there is another great supporters fight, which is out at the moment, which involves Shredderator. Um, yeah. and, and it has a funky setup on that one. So if, if you're not a supporter, there's ample reason to go and do so. Go and give BattleBots your money and, and enjoy some quality fights. Because that fight is really good as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll, I'll give I'll have to give a, a huge hand to Ghost Raptor for getting yeah. that robot that was as is, as we've already discussed so badly broken yeah. had not won a fight up to this point and has now beaten a tournament sitter. Yeah, I will say I was worried about its its flamethrower setup once this fight started. <laughs> oh it was it was it became Ghost Rider, not Ghost Raptor. It, it <laughs> did, and I was nervous because you have a, a a weapon that's mounted on an angle, almost like a fan. And you got to make sure it's not spinning the wrong way that it sucks that fire through your robot. Uh, 
but it, it looks like it was fine mostly. It did catch itself on fire, kind of. Uh, it, it, no, kind it was of kind of. It was on fire. It, dro- <laughs> it drove around with its hair on fire. Um, but it survived the whole fight. Uh, we've seen we've seen uh, we've seen robust do that in the past. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, Chuck Fitzgerald's main concern is not necessarily winning the giant nut. He just no. like wants to build something cool. He he's wants to build been, something he thinks is cool. Yeah. And yeah, he's fun. he's like, been to finals. He 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 you know, he just wants to be there for the fun. He's living his best life. The role at the beginning is amazing uh, as well. Uh <laughs> the, the, the the that that early entry tumble which was, you know, just it's just having fun and that's that that's exactly what you want to see. Yeah. Well, speaking of having fun, I thought this was going to be a very fun matchup for you, Matt, and <laughs> it, on paper it is because you know You've been eating horizontals for breakfast for the last couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It didn't start out that way, though. Um, no, not at all. T- talk us through it. Uh, yeah, so we started this fight, and I just went with a normal plow, no no wedgelets on it, and mostly because, uh, you know, their bar is floor scraping, which is kind of <laughs> tricky, because, like, it will go underneath most plows, and if we had, like, the little, you know, piano key wedgelets on the front of our plow, I probably just would have torn straight through them because you know those you don't those aren't meant for getting hit they're just meant for scooping under things and you want the big thick plow to get hit so uh i knew strategically it would be pretty tough they have that tail on the back which they'd always you know start backwards aim with the tail which is a pretty clever strategy you know it's it's hard to hard to deal with that so yeah they their strategy worked very well in the beginning we drove up we were totally high centered on them yeah uh, and battlebots you know, had fun with that picture <laughs> it's a great it's a great shot i, I was tempted oh, yeah. to have that as the thumbnail but... Oh, yeah. so, so i'm just sitting on top of them and they're just like kind of weren't doing too much with me i think they would just kept me up there until i could get fully spun up and i was just like well i just gotta wait till they do something because i can't get off of this i'm totally high centered mm-hmm. so uh yeah eventually they kind of nudged me off and got a little hit on me but uh after that i was like okay like don't do that again <laughs> that was Mm-mm. that was bad so uh, yeah i just aimed for the weapon uh yeah, I mean, the, the tough thing about this fight is most horizontals fights I really love because you can just plow straight into the weapon. It's, you know, a lot of fun. It cr- makes for a great fight. Like, it normally works, you know, well for us because we could you know, deflect off of our plow, fly in the air. This wasn't really a fight I could go on for those big box rushes. It was I had to, like, slowly approach them and not drive up their tail because, mm-hmm. you know, most of the time I could hit them pretty much anywhere I want. But with this one, I had to really aim for the weapon. Yeah. So, uh, it made for, like, with, a... Yeah. 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 Go ahead. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Yeah. But it's, it's interesting. You speak about the tail uh, where there's multiple times in this fight where like hijinks is just the perfect shape for your weapon, not to have reach on the main body. Uh, You, you, you kind of get wedged in between the tail and one of the wheel pods and it's just your, your arm is just lifting and there's just no purchase. And we'll just say that the, this tail configuration, um, would have served them really really well throughout the rest of the season i know they they lost their other the this, sort of hinge this, this tail that they've got here in, in the photo yeah. yeah uh to to saw blaze it got chopped off um <laughs> and at that point i think you, you retire that bit um this one was so low to the ground without having to be floppy like we see with a lot of hinged wedgelets on on things uh it, it's the lowest static piece of armor i think i've seen on a combat robot yeah, I mean, when when you're a two wheel drive robot, your your wheels are the hinge. So like, so if you you can you can have a fixed wedge and be floor scraping. So uh, yeah, they they utilize that you know in a pretty clever way. It's you know stability. It's also strategic strategic wedge. So uh, yeah, it's a really cool design. I think Hydrinx has a lot of potential to be a really really tricky opponent. 
it's just a, it's a, it's a tough robot to, you know, design and build having a bar that long. It's really hard to get spun up. And especially yeah. when you have a robot that's that low profile, you can't fit, you know, a giant, you can't fit, you know, giant motors in there. You got to choose flat motors that you can fit. And you normally got to, you know, gear several of them together just to get the form factor. So it's a, it's a really tricky design to, to build. It seemed yeah. like you were having a lot of trouble getting a hold of it, even when you, like, eventually you did get the bar stopped, and, like, you couldn't, it took you a long time to turn it over, and, like, it, it seemed like just to be it's really just so awkward. Cumbersome, yeah, isn't it? It's so awkward to grab a hold of for, for a robot like Whiplash. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's it's really, it's a crazy shape. It's just this long bar, so it's there's not a lot to grab a hold of, and when you do flip it over, it's, like, doesn't really feel like much, because it's just kind of pivoting on its own wheels, so it's a really hard robot to, like, you know, get a hold of and control. But uh, yeah, no, that was a that was a tricky one, and um, I'm not really sure like what I'd change if we were to fight them again. I think it's mm -hmm. just a tricky opponent. Yeah, you were successful at throwing them into the screws a few times, though. I will say that you you, you really did demonstrate good control, uh, yeah. which is which is the goal. <laughs> oh yeah, it was it was very impressive. And again, another thing for me with hijinks, like we've kind of, I wouldn't say I've been underwhelmed by hijinks, but this is like, this is a an instance where I thought, okay, I can see what they're going for here. Like this yeah. was this was a fight where I'm like, okay, Hijinx has really picked up a lot from even from the start of this this season. You yeah, know? I was going to say they they struggled at the start of this season to get get it going, and uh, I think that this was their best showing. This and Sawblaze, those two fights, were, yeah. even though they lost both of them, kind of highlighted, okay, it can be reliable, it can hit hard. So again, I've I've brought it up before, and when the um, selection committee are looking at robots that they want to put into tournament brackets or robots that they want to bring back in the next year a bad uh a good loss is sometimes better than a bad win mm -hmm. and i think the the last two fights that hijinks have had they've been good uh good losses yeah no i agree and, and it's, it's cool to see that you know the team have been building a new hijinks and you know they've, they've got some funky angles that they've been working with so hopefully we'll see more of the uh the technical around very very soon our first semi-final was Perfect Phoenix and <laughs> Black Dragon. Oh my god. Uh, I mean, Perfect Phoenix, god bless it, was... How, how much did Tyler say it was underweight by about £80? Pounds, so. Yeah, it was It was a good middleweight. Um, <laughs> oh dear. It, yeah. It, it wasn't much of a fight, really, was it? it was just it, This, this was a, an, an example of a robot of yesteryear coming up against... A robot of today's, you know, pinnacle, really, and yeah, Black Dragon, no mercy, sent it to the ceiling. Pre, I'm fairly sure it touched one of those rafters at the top as well. Like, it was, oh, I don't know. That, that was for sure highest hit ever. I think. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, With, like, yeah, I mean, it was it was really shocking to me because like Black Dragon's normally not the big hitter. They are normally like small hits wear you down, like you know, wear you down with several small hits. But this one, it was just like a few giant hits that you don't normally it, see from Black Dragon. It does help that the their opponent was sort of half the weight it yeah. should have it was been. Super lost, weight, yeah. lost, the, lost the wedge as well. You know? yeah, yeah, but I, I'm genuinely excited to see some of these robots in the future because this shows how much the weapon power is just increasing and increasing and increasing. And at some point, that something must touch the ceiling. Surely, think, I'm sure Perfect Phoenix. Like, I'm sure it must have nudged it. Or the something. way in which it flew, it would have turned slightly in the air if it had hit something. I it did know, not. So, but I, oh, I was close. That, that you want that, to believe <laughs> that beautiful angle from the like they showed after the fight, kind of from the 
the, the loading area, if you like, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's kind of pointing upwards. Like, I don't know why we've never seen that camera angle before. I want to see more of it, Battlebots. Yeah. Make, make it a permanent yeah. thing. <laughs> it was just, yeah. And again, the beautiful artwork on the front of Black Dragon's Wedge, you know, yes. really nice to see the, the Phoenix. That's been really dragon. good this series, actually. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the, the artwork we've seen on Black Dragon is sort of coming up to the levels of Copperhead Drum territory, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think there have actually been a few, uh, few times where uh, Black Dragon, they'll have like a Robert Callan's wife, who does the art on Copperhead, she'll go to their pit and like help them, you know, do the art. So <laughs> it's funny you say that. There you go. <laughs> it's like it's meant yeah. to be. Well, they, they did fight each other, didn't they, last season? So, they did. Yeah. yeah. Kind of makes sense <laughs> that they would have kind of had, had a conversation at some point. Yeah. Um, do we think this I was is gonna the say... end of. <laughs> no, <robot>? no way. <laughs> It'll come back. It'll keep coming back. It's a did it, did it retire after Endgame? No. <laughs> It, it looked a bit more broken after this, and they did say they had to kind of make a lot of modifications to the robot. I think this version of Perfect Phoenix we may well not see back, but we'll definitely see. Well, I don't know whether he'll bring back something new or whether he'll bring back a new Perfect Phoenix. I don't know, but I think this is not the last we'll see of them. Yeah, I, I think that one thing I will say of young Tyler, so I think we'll oh. see him back. <laughs> One thing I will say is like brutality slash perfect Phoenix. That is probably the most use any one combat robot has ever gotten. <laughs> like yeah, over fair. the years, like it, you know, from its beginnings it was really competitive, really tough robot, and to like be, you know, what was it, twenty twenty two, you know, fighting current day robots. Like if that's if that's how it's got to end, like that's a good way for it to end for that robot's run. <laughs> yeah, also, absolutely. Like the fact that thirteen years later, it can still win fights. Like yeah. It's 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 a testament. To, I think it's a testament to both the robot being built initially by Paul and obviously yeah. being piloted very well by by young Tyler as well. Yeah. Um, and and, and as we mentioned earlier, it, brutality got a mention on the show, which is great. You know, it, yep. it's an acknowledgement for the for the wiki writers out there. Would have been nice yeah. to say it's a previous it's a previous champion. I don't know if they can even say I that. I don't think they they can get away with that. Could I don't they? know for continuity it's... reasons. Oh, no, I suppose they do mention the, the classic. They, they mentioned yeah, they, they mentioned mention Lockjaw's giant nuts almost every day. Um, right. So what's yeah. stopping them? Yeah, <laughs> it's because it... it's not Bruce. Well, it. I don't know because they they reference brutality, which uh, it just doesn't add up. It's is like it, the reboot of Robot Wars, not acknowledging. It, could any it be of the because classics. that they haven't mentioned Bite Force a single time since it left, like at all? No, they did. They have done. Have they? They've mentioned Bite Force yeah, a they, few times. Yeah, few times. I think they even yeah. mentioned it in this episode. Oh. And like um, the, in the championship episodes, like when they go through past champions, they'll normally show him like holding up yeah. the neck. Uh, okay, yeah. all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, right. they do do. It's it's just right, I'm high. Not, not, not as often as they maybe should do, but yeah, it's yeah, it is mentioned a lot. Um, and yeah. it'd be nice if it came back, man, just one time. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> well, I mean, I'd say talk us through the fight map, but I mean, bullying no. <laughs> <laughs> round two. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're welcome to, but like, what was the tactics going into? Because it it seemed fairly cut and dry, but maybe well, uh... was there more to it? <laughs> I think uh, most of the story is like what happened before the fight. So like, I think after they fought Shredderator, they, I mean, they just had a lot of things to fix and they were just kind of all over the place just because like they were just trying to get the thing running, getting it together, get something they could fight with. And their pit area was in kind of a state of panic almost, (laughs) just trying to get something running. And so we're kind of like pulling up to the green and we all weigh in and like, 
Chuck Coast to us, he's like, guys, he's like, you know, we are like way overweight. We like didn't realize like we are, they, they were something, you know, in the, you know, double digits overweight, <laughs> like, yeah. like very, very overweight. And it, you know, it wasn't like a decoration thing. It was just, they were repairing it, putting stuff on it couldn't really keep track. And they were like, is it cool if we fight overweight? And we're just like, yeah, you know, that's fine. Like, you know, it's just, we're just doing this bounty thing for fun. Like, yeah, that's cool if you're overweight. So that was uh, one thing like there, I was honestly impressed. They got something running. Cause like bounties, it is not a very long turnaround. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so they had that. They, they started the fight overweight. We were cool with it. We started the fight. And uh, yeah, I think a lot of it was just a case that they were just trying to get something running again. Like even before the Shredderator fight, like they were not where they wanted to be. And, you know, then they had to fix all the damage from that fight and bring it back in. So, I do get the feeling that they they weren't expecting to win the Shredderator fight. <laughs> they they didn't have anything on standby just in case they had to fix a load of stuff. And they're like, what spares? I mean, it was still like quite nice knowing okay as i don't think it's as harsh to say but like it must have been nice going into the fight thinking okay we're not going to get too pasted here we can go in we can just do what we need to do and conserve energy and time for a more challenging opponent which we would have been in black dragon yeah i mean i, I mean to be honest i wasn't counting them out at all like i you know if he arrived so well it did have some little you know forks on the side i you know it could have been could have been a tough driving fight i i was in no way counting them out but uh, yeah, when I got it flipped over, I was just like, okay, like we got to conserve and because we could have a few more fights. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and there's like, a level of respect there because you ha- yeah. you have this really heavy wedge on the front to deflect from its weapon. Uh, and they, they talked about it. I think Pete talked about it in the, in the lead up to this fight where you ran this this wedge that kind of has a C shape to kind of catch the horizontals where with, with Ghost Raptor, it's, it's an angled bar. So it's kind of awkward to deal with. It's not a vertical. It's not a horizontal. It's somewhere in the middle. Uh, but you, you you still have to protect yourself from it because that thing can still hit hard. Yeah, no, we we were in no way discounting them. Like it was a they they had a tough road to get there, but uh, you know we took it just as serious as any other fight. And uh, yeah, we just got a got a good lift on him. They were balanced on their head somehow. Not quite sure how mm-hmm. we did that, but <laughs> but yeah, we just we just kind of had to leave them there. And of course, it, it burst itself into flames once more. Sure. Which, you know. <laughs> I mean, is that not like a microcosm for what Ghost Raptor's season has been? You know, yes. <laughs> you know, they, they, the, the universe could have been a very different place if they had just left Glitch on the wall, but they thought no. <laughs> and since yeah. then, the ripple effect. It's amazing how then... much changes. In yeah. a parallel universe, Ghost Raptor is the Battle Wars champion, right? <laughs> I don't they, they were it. pretty close in uh, what, season one. They were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's pedigree, there. There's pedigree there, isn't there, with with yeah. the, with that t- with the Raptor yeah. team? But um, always happen. Yeah, and, and another win for for Whiplash to chalk onto your belt mm-hmm. and move on to a rematch of a final. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now this is obviously a very different fight to the first one because if memory serves, you fought Black Dragon after they'd just been two and a half minutes on fire against Ribot, and yes. I want to say you, you you said to us way back then, like. They nearly didn't make it in the arena at that point. Oh yeah, man! Oh, God, this is—I don't even. That's so funny you bring that up because I totally forgot about that until you brought that up again. But yeah, they were yeah. back in 2020. They almost didn't make it to the fight. Hydra and Ribot were sitting there with their mm-hmm. robots ready to fight, and they were minutes away from not making the mark to fight us in the semis. Like that's crazy! Literally, Hydra and Ribot were there, just kind of like praying, like maybe we'll get in, maybe we'll get in. But uh, they just barely made it on time, and we got to fight them. So that that was cool that they were able to do that. But uh, yeah, no, it was uh, cool getting to fight them again for sure. <laughs> I have to ask, 
was the lifter attachment designed in mind to play hooker duck <laughs> with with black dragon because that was exceptional like the whole way like it wasn't even like he did it once and by accident he did it multiple times it was the <laughs> slot lift and then the carry super, across uh, the no, arena no no for me it, there was that oh, the, one, suplex. the suplex yeah, yeah. <laughs> when the, when the suplex happened we were watching as a group and just all of us at the same time just went oh wow yeah <laughs> so- so that that was not a design I planned. I did not plan to fit that in Black Dragon's, you know, weapon opening. But I will say it did inspire uh, maybe some some changes for next season. So maybe maybe I'll try to do that on purpose in some cases. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was. I, I think this fight was a great demonstration of like the difference between spinner whiplash and non-spinner whiplash. I think it was a pretty good uh, way of showing that. Whereas last time, and we did do a little bit of damage with our spinner, but. Uh, we showed a lot of control, but I think this time it was just like no damage, but just total control. All like control really, really focused on that. Uh, yeah, honestly, it really couldn't have gotten much better. This was one of those fights where we kind of realized that Whiplash, we had, had done a lot of fights, like components inside the robot were starting to get tired. Like I'd say halfway through the fight, I could feel Whiplash slowing down. And that was mm-hmm. kind of part of the reason I was reluctant to flip them over back on their wheels when they were on their head. Because I realized, like, okay, Whiplash is slowing down. Our dry motors are old. They are not. <laughs> I don't know how much longer they will hang on. So we just kind of got to push them around and, you know, play it safe. Because I think we could have very easily, you know, lost that fight for ourselves had we flipped them back and continued any more pushing fights or anything. So, uh, yeah, we definitely had to start being careful there. Mm-hmm. I think it really helped when they get stuck down a kill source slot. Which I mean, I can't remember who I think it was Diana who was saying last week that they've got bigger and bigger and bigger those slots, and now that they fit a whole section of Black Dragon's sort of little bunny ear things, and then one of those came off. off. It's not, I mean, yeah. it's, not the, it's not the first time that's happened with them either. Like it's it's a shame because they obviously they do run upside down, but it hinders themselves writing at that point because they can't get the spinners spun up how they want because they're then bouncing off of one side trying to do it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's uh when they lose those bunny ears and they're upside down, then they really don't have much going for them. They can't can't get the can't get a spun back up. They can't do their little gyro self right. So uh, yeah, that's a uh, that was definitely a big bummer for them. If they lost that one year. But uh, another important question I have to ask is: there was one wedge lip missing on Whiplash. <laughs> Why? Oh, uh, against uh, against Ghost Raptor. No, yeah. no, no. Oh, was, was it Ghost No, Raptor? it wasn't this fight. Yeah, no, it wasn't this fight. Oh, was, okay. you're, talking, you're thinking about the piano keys? <laughs> yes, so, sorry. I, I, yes, because this, this was the long forks, wasn't it, in this fight? We can yes. Normally, so it was, I, it was I Ghost have Raptor. an answer to that question. Uh, okay. The answer is, use that plow to fight Ice Wave, because wanted to compete against their uh, ground-scraping wedgelets. Ice Wave managed to hit one of them and kind of exploded it and jammed it under our robot for a little while. <laughs> but uh, So I gave that wedgelet to Mark DeVitz as like a souvenir. Thinking, oh, I'm never going to use the wedge again. Like, whatever. <laughs> and then we decided to enter the bounties. And I was like, well, we are short of wedge lit. Oops. <laughs> it's not like he can just go back over and it's like, hey, I need that back. <laughs> well, it was good. It was like cardboard and paint it up. The OCD people in the community have lost their minds. It, like, it was, yeah, I, I, I saw it and I'm like, that's really bothering me. Like, why, would I, like, why, not, take one off the, why not take one off the other side just to even it up, you know, that kind of I thing. Mean, that, but... that, that thing was a, I, it was not a great design, that a wedge lit thing, because we just stuck like two long shafts through with a ton of shaft collars and taking out any of the wedges to replace them was like a big pain in the butt so i was just like i'm just gonna leave it like this like you don't have time for this <laughs> and every single person who has like you know kind of 
OCD about you know things looking neat, like, <laughs> even on either side. It's like it just ruined their day. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sorry about that, but it was a. Uh... <laughs> It was, what had to happen? It was, yeah, absolutely. And th- I mean, this this fight was a a, a driving masterclass. I mean, it, I know it's been said to death, and you know, we, we we will always, you know, you know, vouch for the fact that you are the one of the premier drivers in BattleBots. But this was just oh, he said the thing, unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable. Like Black Dragon, are, they're no, they're no idiots. You know, they they no, they, no. they they win regular competitions in Brazil and in the US yeah. and everywhere. Made them look they just silly. Win. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's honestly just one of those fights that is a good matchup for us i, I think mm-hmm. it really is just the shape of the robot is we kind of have a lot of geometry advantages and that uh you know when we, we know we have those advantages that's when we can really show off and do all the fancy tricks and you know have fun with it so uh, yeah we just have some strategic advantages there i'd say absolutely yeah. <laughs> but there is one wow. more fight and another rematch. And another From rematch. Discovery 4. Last mi- time you fought them was in the main event. And what have we learned? What have we learned from then to now? <laughs> well, what have we learned from then to now? Yeah, uh, this was a fight I was honestly relatively confident going into. I mean, Wishdoctor, they did just get to the finals and almost, mm-hmm. you know, took the nut first. You know, they second time runner up, which is a yeah. crazy accomplishment doing that. That shows yeah. a you know pretty great level of consistency and competitiveness being able to do that. But uh, I felt we had the strategic advantage, to be perfectly honest. I just thought mm-hmm. we had giant, thick armor on the front. We had huge, thick forks. You know, I knew I could probably, you know, drive well enough where they couldn't, you know, outdrive us and get to our corners, which is, you know, what they're trying to do. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be honest. Like, most of this fight was going exactly to plan. Like, perfectly exactly to plan. We were pushing around. We got lifts on them. We got, you know, one awesome lift where we kind of pushed them into the screws of the shelf and lifted this was a shock to me to be honest when it happened i had no idea how the hell it happened but we lifted our lifter fork under their spinner and they just launched themselves into a backflip which was that was that was really cool you know at the time i was like how did that happen but it mm-hmm. wasn't until i watched it and i realized you know oh, and there's also this giant chunk out the front of our lifter fork <laughs> yes, that uh, there's, a, there's a big chip from when they launched themselves yeah it was it was all looking so good and like for the for the longest time I was thinking that he's just doing the same thing he did against against Black Dragon he's just not giving mm-hmm. and we, we I watched it with a, another group of people we, we were kind of all saying okay which doctor's got to start doing something now otherwise mm-hmm. then yeah. you know he oh he, it was you who talked it up <laughs> was it me it may, it may well it wasn't even that but like it was you know I was the, the more I was watching I'm thinking okay well which doctor's not being aggressive it keeps trying to assert, kind of like we saw with the with the Hydra fights towards the end of the competition last, you know, in the main competition mm. last time, like, you know, it was kind of, okay, which sort of trying to circle around, but it can't get round because obviously you just, or a ribot in deep six. We just like, remember that yeah, fight exactly. yeah, episodes that same, ago, exactly the same kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. and then suddenly Mike turns it on and one overcorrection. And that was, that was, that. it's a shame. It's I, a shame. His weapon didn't burn out like a few seasons ago. And then it went to the judges. And yeah, this is a very different uh, witch doctor. Yeah. It was a very is different. It, did I hear right that this fight happened the following morning after the BattleBots championship match? Yeah, no, we, we didn't know if we were actually going to be fighting witch doctor because had they won the giant nut, they would have put in either, I think either Hydra or Sawblaze would have taken their place. It's like the bounty boss. Ooh, wow. And we didn't know who we were going to fight until after the finals so when they lost the final match we're like okay we know we're fighting witch doctor now and uh, they had to get it back together for the next day 
Wow, but, uh, interesting. So you didn't know who your bounty boss was going to be. Well, say you're going through all these fights. You don't know who you have no idea who you're fighting at the end. No, we we so. Yeah, no, we really didn't have an idea. It's hard to remember the timeline exactly. But, well, yeah, it's been what? I don't think we knew until. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was a while ago and it's all it's all blur at this point. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we really didn't know who who we would be fighting. We knew it would be Sawblaze. Hydra, That's interesting. you know, most likely it was supposed to be Witch Doctor. So even if they did win, there was a chance that they would try to, you know, do it. I, I'm not totally sure why they didn't want them to if they had won. Yeah, it would have uh, been odd. It, it would have been odd had they done another fight after winning. But then again, the Golden Bolt, you look at Tantrum and they they have to fight in the Golden Bolt tournament. This so is it's, true. Uh, they do. They uh, do. It's a, I mean, I'm not sure what the, the reasoning was there exactly. But uh, right. yeah, I mean, the I think the biggest difference between this fight and the Black Dragon fight was like i mentioned before like when we fought black dragon halfway through the fight like they were just kind of upside down we were just kind of not lifting them back over like for for half that fight black dragon was not really too much of a threat considering mm -hmm. just they couldn't really get themselves back over and we could just kind of push them around whereas witch doctor was a threat for the full three minutes and yeah. we had to be driving full force for the full three minutes i was gonna say i did notice that whip, like it seemed to me like watching the fight the whiplash did start to kind of slow down and get tired quite quickly was is that because of the aforementioned just fatigue of the robot it was just old drive motors honestly that's the the sad answer behind what happened yeah. it was just old drive motors it was like halfway through the fight, you could see we kind of stop chasing them and we kind of mm. sit and turn and face them and sort of wait for them to come to us. Mm. And as it just started getting exponentially worse, by the time, by the end of the fight, we could only go forward and backwards. Wow. We couldn't turn. <laughs> and that was the second they got to the side because I literally couldn't turn. I could just go forward and backwards very slowly. Nightmare. And the second that happened, he was just like, you know, easy opening to the side of our robot. So it was a very unfortunate way for that fight to end. You know, had yeah. the fight been 20 seconds shorter, I think there could have been a different outcome, maybe. But uh, yeah, and what really did us in is when when they got that hit, we lost uh, the receiver switch. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> a little white box sticking yeah. out on the floor. Yeah, you exactly. I, I saw this and I, the first thing I thought was, do you know what's gonna, amazing? You know, the UK heavyweights always <laughs> get criticized for losing removable links. Well, now we've seen a switch get removed. <laughs> a removable <laughs> how, switch. How does it feel? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, confused American and British builders. What is the correct answer? It's like, <laughs> I think uh, I think that the answer is you can do either. You just have to do them both properly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Fully wireless solution next to your next to your drive pod that just sends signals to the robot. No switches. <laughs> no, just no more total wires. magic. Oh, Bluetooth. No more okay. wire. Just just complete Bluetooth. Everything. <laughs> That'd be nice. Have a little happen. speaker in there playing your favorite tunes as well. Basically, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, no, this, I mean, this fight, it was it was a great fight, I think. There were a it lot was. of really cool moments in it. But it just it just it, it really did suck to kind of end it that way where it was just kind of we were just kind of a sitting duck. Like things were going pretty much just as we wanted them to, and it was just the robot couldn't hold on for for long enough to, you know, just at least keep facing keep facing them. Yeah. I was going to ask as well. Like, I know, obviously, you ended up in the Witch Doctor bounty. Was like, was that your preferred choice, or would you have rather fought <laughs> someone else? I, 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 genuine question, because you know, it's yeah. it, you had free. If let's say you have free choice, who would you have liked to have gone in with? So, had I had a free choice, I probably would have chosen the Witch Doctor one. To be perfectly oh, really? honest. So we were in the one we wanted to be in, but we did not know we were doing the bounties till like the day before, morning of, pretty mm -hmm. much. 
because we fought when we lost to Cobalt. That was kind of right at where they draw the line of who can be in the bounties or not. So we lose that fight. They ask us, like, do you want to be in a bounty? And my answer to them was like, well, like, I mean, to be honest, like, if we don't, I don't really mind. I was like, if there's someone else who wants to more, who wants to do it more than us, like, let them in. Like, we don't really mind. So then kind of the next morning, they were like, well, do you guys want to be in the bounty? Like, there's a spot. And we were just like, okay, yeah, we'll do it. Like, it sounds fun. So uh, it was a very, very last minute choice. We really had no idea. I don't even think I knew which bracket I was in. All I knew is that we were in a bracket <laughs> and uh, had, had to it. get the robot running. Mm. So, uh, yeah, but we learned we were in the Witch Talker bracket. We saw who we were fighting. And uh, you know, it was it was cool. It was just kind of like a why not type of thing. Like, we, we have a robot that runs. You know, yeah. we should keep fighting. You know, have some more fun. Keep yeah. it going. Yeah. And that does pretty much bring the episode to an end. We have got some more list of questions before we kind of wrap things up. Um, and I'm going to start with a question from a friend of ours, uh, Ryan Bratley from the Spitterproof podcast. And he asks, are there any significant design changes you would make to Whiplash if it were from the ground up a dedicated lifter as opposed to the lifter spinner? Oh, that's it. It's an in-depth question. He's he's very yeah, good at this kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, because the the whiplash that we fought with last year was pretty much identical to the 2020 whiplash, just without the spinner stuff removed. So there was a lot of empty space in the robot. So uh, I think the obvious answer would just be shrink it down. But uh, yeah, I think just shrink it down and make it a little bit smaller. Utilize you know maybe thicker armor because you make the robot smaller, you have more weight to put in other places. So that's probably the direction we would take it if it was a dedicated lifter. That is not necessarily the direction we are taking it for, you know, the next future seasons of BattleBots. Like, I am definitely more inclined to have the spinner again. It was more of a just kind of experimental season. But uh, yeah, I think no matter what the strategy is moving forward, I think shrinking the robot is something important. And there's really no, not too many downsides to doing that. So uh, yeah, that's that's definitely my goal, making it a little bit smaller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you ever want to say the next one? Yeah, this is from Ivan Roy, uh, who has asked, if you and Jason were to have an exhibition match where you drove Defender and your brother drove Whiplash, <laughs> who would win? Oh, man, that's <laughs> that one I, I honestly couldn't tell you. That'd be fun. We uh, technically could just do it in our front yard whenever I want. They're not <laughs> the most dangerous robots. Mm -hmm. You know, Whiplash with no spinner and a Defender has no spinner of any kind. It's a pretty safe sparring to do in the street. <laughs> so i don't know maybe uh maybe one day we'll release a, a sparring video of some kind say, if we have the time to there's a social media <laughs> post there isn't there somewhere yeah i, I think there is yeah because there's, there's like videos of like a what tantrum and duck sparring in the street and some others like that yeah. so we could be able to do that same thing and uh and we have a full-fledged sportsman heavyweight fight <laughs> sounds good Sounds good. Um, Rob Weston, the driver of UK Beetleweight Boom Zoom, which is eerily similar to Whiplash, I, I think. If you especially this year's, yeah, the, the, last the new year's one. Whiplash. Yeah, definitely. Um, has asked seeing you deal with so many spinners this season without a spinning weapon of your own was very impressive. How do you plan to improve Whiplash going forward to give you the edge? So for that, you can tell us obviously because you know yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm conscious of you may not want to give away every secret you, you're working on. No, I think the general. A lot. I mean, for this next season, so most of the time, we don't change a whole lot about the chassis and the construction. We normally just change strategic things, like different armor configurations and stuff like that. For this next season, it was less of that and uh, kind of a total chassis redesign, really. Like, we changed, 
I, I changed a lot of inside the robot just because I kind of figured, you know, why not? I had a lot of time to design, you know, you have a big chunk of time where you don't know if there will be a season or not. So you just kind of spend that time slowly designing the new one. And uh, yeah, I think it's a lot of engineering improvements rather than strategic improvements, I think. And I'm not focusing too much on countering every design, but just focusing on making it a better robot was the kind of thought this season. And uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I'm I'm very excited about the new robot. It's a, it's, it's definitely, I think, my favorite incarnation so far. Yeah. That's very exciting. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to wrap up with the last question from... Actually, no, there's two more questions. So the next one is from YouTube's user Jacob Whittington. And is, do you have a team other than the two that you're affiliated with, obviously Whiplash and Defender, that you would cheer on in the pits? That we cheer on in the pits? Uh, let's see, we, we're normally pitted near Black Dragon. We've known that team forever. So we're normally uh, pretty prone to cheering them on <laughs> for uh, going, you know, making a deep run. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We're always, I'd say, Tombstone fans. We're like pretty close with Ray and that crew. Like we always like seeing him do well. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a there's a handful of robots that we normally cheer for, no matter who they're fighting. Uh, I'd say those would be a couple of them. Yeah. And what the one that I, we got literally as we started recording this is a mm -hmm. uh, a, a YouTube question from a guy called James Anemone. Like the, like like the little <laughs> good job. <laughs> I, I, I tried my best. It was it was it was hard one to get the. Anemone. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> so Famous why... rapper, right? Yeah, that's the one. Um, <laughs> why is Whiplash the only top tier control bot at the moment? What do, what does it have that control bot the others just don't have that makes you like it? It is kind of jarring that every time I see Whiplash in the arena, and I did notice this the other day. Like, I always have a confidence that you're, you're going to win, and I never have that with any other control bot. And why do you think that is? Is is it, is it any any special special secret sauce that you've got that everyone else doesn't have, or? Yeah. Is it just you? Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> I, I wonder this myself sometimes. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I think a lot of it is just having a good drivetrain. We have a very good lifter geometry where we never tip ourselves over when we lift someone. Uh, I think it's just a really well-balanced robot. We stay planted to the floor well. It's got a nice you know, low stance where it's hard to push us around. I think one thing I really learned this last season from a tantrum is that if you have a really good, solid tough drive base it really doesn't matter what your weapon is i mean it does matter to an extent but only matters to a point i think if tantrum had a i don't know hammer on it it would still you would still see semifinals, finals championship runs i mm -hmm. think drivetrain and driving matters a lot more than people give it credit so uh yeah i think that's a pretty big deal and i think tantrum really showed that this season because they are a spinner but they are not a you know one hit knockout spinner like a witch doctor or by force mm. or an end game mm. so uh, i think they they really proved that point for sure mm. well that pretty much wraps up that now if before we do i was gonna say do we have up. yeah go ahead what do we think is gonna happen next week steve we have Jevon? three rematches and one pseudo rematch yeah <laughs> So, yeah. Oh, the pseudo rematch. Are you talking a uh, glitch in Wish Doctor? Yeah, the <laughs> match that never happened. Yeah. yeah it, it's, well. it's less a rematch, more of a reschedule. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. It's a reschedule. Yeah. It was, it, was, it was postponed from earlier in the season. Um, so, yeah. what you could do is just rerun the whole bracket, just make pretend this fight happened, and then just do it. <laughs> yeah. Just edit it in. 
<laughs> oh dearie me. We'll get we'll get Pete's thoughts as well from the round of thirty two video that we did. Um, yeah, I'll ask I'll ask Matt first. You know, seeing the competitors that were there, <clears throat> who did you think was going to win? Uh, I so a lot of like how the the bracket turns up and who ends up winning has to do with like the lineup of robots, where you are on the bracket. They're all paper scissors. Like how you had Endgame losing to Minotaur, where I don't think they would have lost. I think they would have beaten everyone else. I think that was maybe Copperhead, but like I think that was the only robot that was going to beat them. And they just happened to fight them. So like looking at the lineup of who is fighting who in the bracket, most of the time my money is on Endgame. It's just the like, you know, really perfect design in a lot of ways that is really hard to counter unless you are a very specific type of robot. But then you have Tantrum, who literally just won. That is yep. on an incredible streak where how could you bet against them? <laughs> like, really, you couldn't bet against them. And then you have like... I've tried many times to bet against them and it hasn't worked <laughs> yeah. <at all. laughs> yeah, exactly. To his face. But, yeah, it's just the unkillable little brick that uh, yeah. is very well driven, has a great drivetrain, great weapon. And then you have Hypershock, who you just saw, you know, come out of their shell and just annihilate everyone. So uh, I think those are the big three that you look at and go it will probably be one of those three when you look at that bracket, like first, first instinct. So uh, I don't know, maybe I think I'll, I'll leave it at that. I think if you're facing any of those robots, you are, you know, it's not a match you want to have. <laughs> not at all. And then, then Glitch, who's the, you know, crazy oh, robot. Upstart. Who... Undefeated. Still. <laughs> Again, it's, 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 it's more of like what you were saying before, Matt, where like, if they could just get their drive train down, they have a really scary machine. Yeah, uh, it's it, it it's it's shaped just the right way that you just can't get a get a good bite on it. Most robots. Yeah, they they can they can. I mean, the robot they were finishing it in the pits before every single fight. I'm they did not. I don't think they drove it before their you know first test box run. So it was like the robot can barely go where they want it to go, and it still is undefeated. Like that is glitch crazy. is one fight shy of matching Tantrum's record for this season, and that's scary. Yeah. No, to no, think it's, about. It's, already, it's already got it. It's because Tantrum had. Only had two fights in the regular season. I did. So they're both at seven. Yeah. So it's it's matching <laughs> it at the minute. Yeah. So, uh, silly. So glitch is another. Oh, so gosh. I don't know. Maybe at this point they've figured out their drive bugs with all the time you know waiting for the tournament to pass. I don't know. So yeah, it's yeah. a lot of robots you don't want to fight. And then Witch Doctor too is another one. It's like how how could you count them out with how consistent no. they've been? Yeah. So yeah. Jevon, I've got a feeling I know which way you're going to go on this one. I would be an awful fanboy if I did not go for Hypershock. So I, I would not like be this. able to live with... Don't show me that. <laughs> you know how it makes me feel. I, I hate both of you. Uh, I I will be going Hypershock all the way. Okay. Okay. Steve, pick your winner. Uh, I don't know. I did post... Oh, hang one... on. Before before you make a prediction, we do just need to check your urine because your, your predictions Stop. have been... <laughs> Too good recently. We think you are using performance enhancing drugs, and uh... so Matt, we do like an off the off the record kind of predictions tournament. And usually, I'm god awful. Uh, but over the past four four brackets, I've won three of them. Yeah. So don't know. Maybe so, I'm just good at yeah. short form tournaments. Maybe the planets have aligned. Yeah, yeah. I I will say. Uh, I will say, also, I don't know how urine trials for the male, so we'll just... <laughs> Not great at the minute in the UK. No. <laughs> um, I will say that I posted on, I don't know if it's BattleBots Twitter or Facebook, that I, I was going to back Endgame. I think I still am. I want to... I, I, I really want to back Witch Doctor because I just feel like they just... They're too close multiple times. Um, but I... 
think I'm going to go Endgame. I think I'm going to stick with what I what I said uh, about a month ago now that uh, I think they're going to run the table. Mm. And Sam? Well, 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 well. I mean, if we remember back to the the final pod of the main competition you know we, we spoke to seems reasonable and i made a promise that i always had to back tantrum from now on <laughs> so it has well, it has it has to be tantrum for me so there, there we go, go. <laughs> we, we've backed the the big three that Matt there you go you see it's, it's almost if we yeah. we almost know what we're talking about but for three mm. different reasons <laughs> i mean um, anybody could win here i mean this is yeah. this uh, is an all-star this, is, this is why it is battlebots champions because yeah. all of these could run the bracket easily yeah. and win mm-hmm. it just depends on the matchups how the wind is blowing on that day, uh, what the other team had for breakfast, and yep. if the stars are aligned, perhaps one yep. day they might win. Yep. You have seven really tough veteran robots and an upstart rookie that just is just on an unbelievable Refuses streak. to lose. Yeah. So. Absolutely. I'm very excited to see what happens. But as always, Matt, you know, we've I think we need to get you like a t-shirt or something for Yeah, this is number <laughs> <need> seven. <laughs> we need to get you we'll a t-shirt for yeah. Well, I mean, you know, uh, Jeff. I mean, you know, Jevon is planning a, a holiday soon to the to the states, so maybe we can uh, get something yeah. slipped over in the mail. Who knows? <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, thank thank you as always for coming and chatting robots with us. It's always a pleasure. Oh yeah, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> well, the three of us will see you next week for the finale of BattleBots Champions. But with that said, I have been Samuel at sixty four. I've been Steve the American Killjoy. I've been World of Woodrow. And I am Matt Vasquez from Whiplash. And I'm sure we'll see Matt again, uh, well, hopefully next season when that gets rolled around at some point. But um, yeah, the three of us will see you next week for the end of BattleBots Champions. We'll see you then.